This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. Get ready because we're about to tango into this next episode. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. All right, you guys, welcome on into this episode of To the Point with Kristen Burt. We are so excited you're here. And guess who else we are excited to see? Katarina Fedosova is in studio with us today. Welcome. Thank you. I'm delighted to be here. So excited to have you. And I kind of like this like old school Madonna throwback you picked. It's a good one. She's the best. She is the best. And, you know, I have to tell you, and I was, I was telling you this a little earlier, but... I have had so many requests for you lately over the last five, six weeks. People slide into my DMs and they're like, this is who I want to see on the show. And I was like, I know. So I'm glad we were able to make this happen. And I know you've had a really busy couple of weeks too. So how are you feeling after this kind of like roller coaster of a few weeks? Oh, it feels great. It feels great. Uh, It was very exciting to do a performance with Derek on the Today Show. And um, now I'm back and back to a normal routine and creative vibe. So a lot of, lot of exciting new projects I'm working on. Very excited. When you um, come off of like something really big, a, a national, <laughs> the what everybody watches, how do you get back into a normal routine? That's what I always want to know because you have to kind of like settle in and just be like process what you've just done because uh, it's exciting. But then you really do, you do have to get back to the studio and back to normal life. That's right. Yes, it's um, over years being, you know, a performer, you feel like you go from 110 to very, very calm because you need to have this um, extreme highlights to fulfill yourself as a performer. It's very important. And then you need time for yourself. You need to recharge your battery. And uh, what I love to do, I love to go to spa, a Korean Korean spa or Russian bath where um, I just uh, spend day by myself. And it, it gives me a perspective and it like cleans me and I feel very very good and actually (laughs) a day away from like the cell phone the laptop social media everything exactly yes you can't use a cell phone so it's perfect that's amazing I love that um you're another one of my Russian ballroom dancers here I feel like I've had so many through here what's going on in Russia no I we know that you guys have a long (laughs) incredible history with dance of course um what inspired you to start um dancing I think um, I had no choice because my oldest sister, uh, she was a dancer. She, she's still, um, actually, she's still a dancer. And uh, it's very interesting. We both, um, she's three years older than me, and um, our mom took her to, to dance classes. And I was three at the time. And I would be there just waiting for her um, with my mom. And after a while, I was waiting and, like, it's you know I want to dance too I asked my mom why I want to dance too why um I don't you know I want to try and my mom asked our coach um, my sister coach at that time um like 
she she's another one can she can she try and he's like no no she's too little she's three and in russia you know like they they don't want to babysit you they want to create champions they're they, just ready to train you exactly yeah. yes so uh, i had to wait for three years until i finally enter the class so around six is kind of where they start um, that's interesting it's kind of around the age you really start focusing in on school too so were you yeah. right away into ballroom or did you study other forms of dance at that age ballroom was the dance yes um, I started with ballroom and um, I I think that that was already like I had no choice I knew that it's something I want to do my whole life. I want to be a dancer, professional dancer, and I didn't really pay attention to anything else. Unfortunately, I, I wish I was more, like, interested in other things because I remember my, um, in school, um, our voice teacher. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. She was like, hmm, you actually have a voice. Maybe you should, like, participate in our classes, like... Mm -hmm. Of the, of the of school and I I said no if I do that then it will take me away from my dance and I don't want that I want to be the best in dance. <laughs> you were focused at a young age. Yes. Can you still like sing a bit? A little. Um, a little. Yeah. That's good. Hey, <laughs> Broadway's ever calling. You have to carry a tune. So yes. no, I love singing. That's such a good thing to have. It's such a good <laughs> skill. Um, did you start competing very young too? I started after one month of training. I don't know how it happened. Wait, after a month of training, yes. they had you competing? Yes. It, it's, it, that it's, seems it's, crazy it's to crazy. me. It's very crazy, yes. Well, when I turned six, right, I entered the classes and I started taking classes, but it was like a beginner's classes. And my older sister, she her name is Irina. She was already like in um, like, ad, like advanced, um, next level uh, group. And my mom told me one day, she's like, oh, there is a boy in Arena's group who needs a partner and I was like oh okay and <laughs> because before I in the beginner class you don't dance with the boys yet so right you, you learn the basics and yes. you get through that first you like point your feet and keep in frame yes and arms. count yeah. yeah in line and it's it's cute um so <laughs> but then I I jumped in and um I was like, yes, I want to dance with this boy. And after one month, because he 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 was already experienced, he already participated in the competitions, and um, I was really really happy to have this opportunity. And um, since then, I knew that I want to dance with a partner. I want to like all all of the experience ballroom dance can give you. And um, after one month, we perform, uh, we, we we compete, and um, I I remember it was like a small competition, but maybe twenty-one couple, like a quarterfinal, and we um, we f we finished seven, like right after the final, like was six couples in the final, and we got just outside of outside, yes. But you placed seventh in your very first competition. Mm -hmm. That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom must have been like, okay, all right, we've got a career starting here. <laughs> yes. I think my mom was already, she already knew even when I was waiting for that time to happen. And um, um, I was upset because you you don't get to be in the final. I want to be in the final. But um, since I was already in love with the whole process, uh, being at the competition, makeup, dressing, like having beautiful dress and all the hair... Because my mom, she would love to do like a big, big hair situation. Like we would be hair situation. I hair love that situation. <laughs> hair situation. And you're I would six. be in a chair, <laughs> sitting and uh, in front of the mirror, and she would pull my hair, and my eyes would be like this because that's how tight. I was pulling really tight. Yes. yes. And um, then I would have like a big flower in my head, like another head, like that size of my head, <laughs> and. Um, I would have my red lipstick. Uh, like it, it was very adorable, and I knew already that this is how it feels. And um, 
I, I didn't, I was really upset, um, but I didn't cry. I said, when is the next competition? You're competitive, <laughs> aren't you? Yes. Do you still have that competitive spirit in you as an adult? Yes. Yes. I think it's, I think you're born with it. I'm very competitive. Um, and, and see, and I was going to say it, maybe it's birth order cause I'm the oldest in my family, but you're the, are you the youngest or younger, you're, yeah. you're younger than your sister. So, mm-hmm. um, there's no one behind you. There's no. just two of you. So it, it's just, I just think it's something that you have, like you're born with it and you're like, I want to win. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't know what, it, where it comes from though. Um, you, you have to ask for attention. You, mm. you, you need it. You want to be the best. You want to be the best. Yes. I, not necessarily I want to be better than my sister. We we like very good friends. Uh, but, um, I remember times where me and her will be in the same competitions. That's tough. And dancing against each other. Well, it was maybe a few times. So it was interesting because, um, I was always looking after, like, like she was the one who started dance, and then I would be, um, can we dance? Can we dance? Because she already knew the moves, and I would just watch them. And then at home, I'll be uh, asking her to practice with me and teach me some. And you had someone to look up to. That's kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she, if she knew more steps than you, you're like, I want to learn those too. Does she still dance today? She is. Um, she has actually. She lives in uh, Florida, mm-hmm. uh, in um, uh, Naples, and she has her own dance studio. I love that. I love that. When did you come to the United States? I came uh, in two thousand six. Oh, so you haven't been here. I mean, you've been here over a decade now. But yes, so- um, I'm an uh, <laughs> I'm an OG. <laughs> You're an OG. I love that. <laughs> We love that. Mm. Where did, did you go? Over, a lot of people I find oftentimes come from Russia and then they come to New York City. Did you wind up in New York City? Yes. I'm finding that this is the path that a lot of people take. I I, I see I see that yes because um, that time uh, like 2000 uh, that time Dancing with the Stars just started mm-hmm. and um, <clears throat> most of the dancers were still um, in New York. A lot of them were doing burn the floor at certain points. Uh, there were a lot of studios too. Yes, yes. The, the all the competition world were, were in New York um, because it's easy to travel to England and main um, competitions are in England. So you you need to be really. Like it's better to be in New York because right now I think maybe it's different. It it's changed, but um, although still, it's uh, I think New York is more. For competition, uh, the competition world is definitely world, there. Yes. Yeah, and it seems like the commercial dance world, everyone mm-hmm. gravitates like over here. And um, you were, you competed quite a bit. Uh, what was your favorite aspect of of competition when you were you know really doing it hardcore? Um, preparation. I enjoyed the process. I I remember feeling satisfied where you have your routine ready because you don't do different steps you only have five dances with the same uh, choreography and over like maybe years you for year for two years you sometimes don't change uh, your choreography you maybe add something but uh, it's like most of the uh, um, repertoire you already have it so you and your dance partner work together every day and my favorite part was to see the improvement uh, that my technique. I would always spend a lot of time uh, times to like polish my rumba walk and lock steps, <laughs> cha cha lock steps, and uh, um, I would enjoy it. I would enjoy it because I knew that having a good legs, good feet, and musicality, and being good at something because competition is very stressful. Um, the process of being at a competition, you had to start early and sometimes you um, go through a lot of rounds um, you need to have a good stamina so you build your stamina every day uh, by practicing every day yeah and, and keeping it fresh because if you're doing the same routine for maybe two years you have to make sure you're not getting bored like how are you keeping yourself creatively inspired too that's mm-hmm. important so you have to create challenges for yourself I imagine Yes, those challenges will be <laughs> will be rotate your hip more or extend your leg more. Like it's 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 within your own body, oh. and maybe do the um, like 
um, maybe some wrote, like it's very technical. It's all about technique. Right. You don't get much, uh, like you said, you don't get much creativity. That's why I feel what I was missing then. Uh, was the creativity yes. at a certain point. Uh-huh. Did you have a favorite competition that you loved to attend and compete at? I loved um, competition in Florida. It's a national competition um, in Orlando. It's a good one because you feel like you're on vacation <laughs> at <laughs> like the that. same time. <laughs> Did you get to see the beach? Because you guys are in a hotel ballroom for a lot of hours. No, no, but the hotel usually is beautiful and you, <laughs> you're you're able to be by the pool and talk to other The hotel dancers. is beautiful. I love that. <laughs> no, you have to enjoy what you have. Yes. <laughs> but the atmosphere is amazing because it's national. Um, it's, it's U.S. open where other people can... Um, from you know from all over the world uh, dancers would come and you can see friends who you haven't seen for years and it's exciting yes that's absolutely. fun when, at what point did you come out to Los Angeles what because I know that that idea was percolating in you you're like I need a little bit more creativity where you're like I'm going to leave New York City or did an opportunity bring you to Los Angeles it was uh, random because well it's, it's several things happened uh, where I didn't have a dance partner and then I had a dance partner with whom I decided that we we danced before in New York but then he he was not uh, able to come back to America he Mm -hmm. was in Russia with his visa um, being cancelled so he had to wait and then when he got back we actually started dancing again and we decided to try um, Los Angeles Oh, wow. So you came out for that. And so when you came out here, were you setting your eyes on some of the dance shows? I know you've auditioned for So You Think You Can Dance before. Mm -hmm. Was that right around the time when you started auditioning for So You Think? No, we were dancing and competing. Our result didn't, um, we didn't have a good result. And I think our relationship was not very well. Mm -hmm. Like we were fighting and um, it felt just not right. Yes. To, it was not very um, positive partnership. Well, and that's, I mean, that's what's so important in ballroom. Like, your dance relationship is almost mm-hmm. as important as, you know, your personal relationships. And mm-hmm. if you're not getting along on the dance floor in the dance studio, you're spending so much time with this person. It's yes. a really big deal. Yeah, absolutely. You you have to be um, married to to this person almost. But we, we, we was just a dance partners. And didn't really enjoy each other company outside and even on the dance floor we were fighting so at some point I knew that it's not uh, enjoyable for me and he also felt the same way and then I had another partner with who I um, actually auditioned for so you think you can dance yes (laughs) so your first season auditioning was season 10 I believe so yes yes I think 10 how did that first season go with the auditions um since I, I was still at the competition world, I um, I went to audition just to try. I didn't know what it, it, it's going to look like, I feel like, uh, and we killed it. We killed the uh, LA audition, and di- he didn't want to audition. I, I'm the one who did, and he was just there for me, dancing with me. And then we had um, a Moldovian championship, so I didn't have time to prepare for Vegas week because um, between LA audition and... Vegas week, I had this uh, national, like uh, Moldovian national competition. Mm-hmm. I had to go because he was from Moldova, and we present. Moldo- we, we went there to to dance. That's amazing. <laughs> so instead of preparing and take hip hop classes, I the went. old hip hop class, the one that kills the ballroom dancers every time. Yes, I know. I, it's hard. It's really hard. I, listen, I'm the worst <laughs> hip hop dancer you will ever meet. So. Trust me, I understand. I, I am the worst. I promise you. But you probably love it um, at the same time. I do, but it's more like I'm making fun of myself because it's so <laughs> funny to watch me in a mirror try and do hip-hop dance. It's okay, though. Everyone has their weakness that hip-hop is mine. I, I try. I try. <laughs> like for the last, for the Today Show or for Upfront Show we did for World of Dance. Yes. Um Derek was teaching his piece um, he did with other dancers, and I tried to learn the choreography when he does like a tapping and a little bit of like a tribal kind of like you know yeah, a little, little African feel. Yeah, exactly. So I wanted to to see how it feels, and of course, it, it actually felt good. I I really inspired by 
Derek's doing that because I, I believe I can do it too. But it's just going to take time. But yeah, it's expanding absolutely. your vocabulary as a dancer. That's all it is. And it's just yeah. you have to commit to it. And it's, if you're open-minded about it. Yes, that's the good thing. Um, so did you? how far did you make it in Vegas Week in Season 10? Did Because that first round is usually nappy tabs. Often it is. That That was the wow moment for me where I realized that I need to learn so much if I want to be a dancer because mm-hmm. especially here in LA yeah. yes yes um and I didn't really want to like I, I didn't know if I want to be a commercial dancer uh and working in Los Angeles I still wanted to compete but I think when I experienced that um failure for myself I felt um, I'm not good of on, on learning choreography. I wanna, I wanna do it. I wanna try. I yes. wanna um, like when I got caught on the nappy tabs. And... <laughs> I, I was like, it's always nappy tabs, and just yes. people are like, ah. I remember being there, learning that crazy choreography. They 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 were given um, like for you know for one hour on on one hour you have to learn one minute and a half. Uh, choreography yeah and then perform it and perform it and I was looking around and I was like watching others learning it and they were like all doing it and repeating and memorizing and I was like oh no this is bad (laughs) I'm really bad (laughs) but that is also a skill and I think a lot of people don't realize that being able to pick up choreography that quickly um, and then getting out there and giving a performance, even if it's not your best and your cleanest, but giving a performance that will make them notice you, mm-hmm. that is a skill. And you have to, yeah, you have to develop it. It's not I easy. Tried. I tried to give a performance, but I didn't remember any steps. So I had to like, like hey. <laughs> and I remember Jeff uh, Tucker. Jeff be- Tucker, yep. Before, before uh, my group, um, he was like, I, do, you have, do you have enough air? Are you breathing? Because I was probably very stressed and looked. Stressed. You were like purple. purple. <laughs> it was like, I don't want you to faint on my show, please. Please don't. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, when did we meet? Did we meet after season 12 or after season 10? Yes, after season 12. Okay, so yes. the did you audition for season 11 or you just went and auditioned? No, no. Um, when, after the first failure, right? Oh no! It, it's a learning experience. It's not yeah, a failure because no, everything I'm gets you. I know myself. everything gets you here. You're good. I'm not worried about you. Um, I realized that I don't want to do competitions anymore because I want to be good at other things. Mm-hmm. I want to perform on stage and learn whatever I can learn. I want to learn. And um, I met my dance partner Jordi Caballero. Jordi Caballero. Well, we have a photo of him, I believe. Um, okay. Yes, Jordi. Because he's been pretty influential. That would be Chris Scott. There's Jordy. That's you yes. and Jordy together. There we go. Jordy is my mentor. He is an amazing person who helped me a lot in my dance career. <clears throat> he's the one who taught me how to do all the crazy tricks, lifts, and tango. So he was the one who um, who opened up to all different worlds. Yeah, you kind of took your career to like that next level that you needed, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, you had not studied tango before that? Not Argentine Not Argentine tango. because It's what, very different. So different. And we, we even see that on, I would say, like on a, a level one on Dancing with the Stars because they will do an Argentine tango and they'll do an American tango. But the intricacies of Argentine tango are totally different. Absolutely. The embrace is different. Like you have to be, your body weight position is different and the music is different. And um, for women, it's challenging because you really, really depend of um, your partner and uh, your partner has to be very good. It's, 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 the it's, footwork is always something that I focus in on Argentine tango of just like how many times do you kick someone in the shin during practice when you're mm-hmm. really – I mean when you're on a beginner level. I'm not talking about advanced level. But you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. getting that, that that timing down is very important. Timing, yes, and angles because your position in, in it matters. a certain way. <laughs> you don't want to kick someone and hurt yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. Now, how you guys have performed quite a bit. I know you, you guys wound up doing Gilmore Girls, the reboot, didn't you? Because I was a <laughs> yes. little jealous about that, you with Jordy, because um, I was obsessed with Gilmore Girls. So being on that set, I was a little bit like, really? No, of course I wasn't going to be on there Argentine, doing an Argentine mm. tango, but what a cool experience because it's such a pop culture moment. 
It is, it is. And I haven't seen the show before I did the, sh uh, the, the movie. And um, Marguerite Derrick, she's the one who choreographed that piece. And she's absolutely amazing choreographer. And um, she hired a lot of amazing dancers, who you know, of course. Yes, and, I know um, Artem was in there. Artem and Brittany. Brittany, that's right. Brittany and uh, we were dancing on the table. <laughs> no challenge at all. <laughs> How big was the table, though? Was it? it I feel like it was. Lo was it longer versus wider? Oh, uh, it was like same. It was square. It was square. Okay, yes. so that makes sense. It was very steady. It was steady. It was very comfortable, actually. Like, good. good Did you feel like you had enough um, room to move on that, or were you very contained in your movement? Maybe a little bit because George is tall, and right. uh, for him probably he felt more challenged. And but he has such a good control, so he I I felt safe. <laughs> That's good. He's over, is he over six feet? Because he is. I do recall him being pretty tall when I've seen him in person. Six one, I think. Six one. Yeah, he is. He's really really tall. That's amazing. So, um, he really took you to this next level, and I know you've done tons of work with him. Is he the one who introduced you to Derekov? No, no. Derek Hoff, uh and I, we met through Oksana Platero. Really? Yes. I did not know that. Yes. So it was Oksana. Now, was it just in a social setting that you met him, or was it something that, in a work... Um... One day, I received a text um, saying that, hey, this is Derek Hoff. Um <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. You get, a, you get a text that says, hey, this is Derek Hoff. Yes, exactly. Did you faint a little? Because I think I would, if someone was like, hey, this is Derek Hoff, and I'd be like, are you serious? <laughs> Who's joking? <laughs> um, I had a friend with me in, in in the room, and I remember I received a text, and I look at it, and I'm like, I had face on, on me, and she's like, are you okay? I'm like, oh, yeah, I just received a text from Derek Hoff. He, 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 he is looking for a dance partner for a, a project. Um, so he said, so basically he said, someone told me that you are amazing, incredible tango dancer. Um, I am working, I'm creating a new project and I need a dance partner. <gasps> That's a great recommendation from Oksana Platero. Oksana, yes. I love Thank them you, too. Oksana. And I, I, do, I can't tell this story right now, but I have this amazing story to tell about Oksana and Jonathan at some point. So you guys, I'm just putting it out there now. You guys remind me when we get further along into the So You Think You Can Dance season for season 15 because it's so good. Because I love them so much. I might know the story. <laughs> you might know the story. Um, and I also just want to say that I just like to spread good, great stories about dancers in this industry because referrals like this, like look at amazing. how it's amazing, it's game-changing, it's giving too. Instead of being like, well, I can tango or whatever, you have to be like, I have someone who can do this project. Uh, yes, absolutely. Because um, I I remember I saw her and t told her how like grateful I am. Thank you so much. And she was like, yeah, I saw you on Gilmore Girls killing it. And when Derek came to me, I, 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 I like, you, you're perfect for this. <sighs> and how, how beautiful. I, 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 I just always appreciate when we all help each other. That's and, right. Um, we need to in this industry. Yeah. Yes. In terms of being, like, um, jealous and, I don't know. Yeah, and that's not... I'm good, I don't care about you. <laughs> no, it's, it's <laughs> well, there is, there is uh, some selfish elements in this industry, and we've all mm -hmm. seen it, we've all experienced it, we've probably all been on the selfish side at one point or another. Mm -hmm. And But I think like the more you're giving, uh, the more that comes back to you. So if you pay it forward and get someone else a job, like something comes back to you, and I'm sure like for Oksana, it's paid off in spades for her as well. That was and, the time, uh, that was the year when she booked Strictly Come Dancing. There you go. I felt like universe just... All created it all created opportunity. She had an incredible season with Judge Rinder on that that series. She, so yes, she she had she she is a beautiful dancer. We she is. like I loved her back when we were competing because we would compete against each other. And uh, when she she had the opportunity to be on Dancing with the Stars, I saw her and she was amazing. And I I wish she would be there like as a uh, professional. Uh, and then. Her, her her story is very nice too. So yeah, we've I, had her here. I She's like incredible. I, I love Oksana I, and I love Jonathan too. I think that they're a great dance and, team. Yeah, great people. They really very genuine, solid, solid people. Yeah. Um, let's get back to Derek because what project was it that he invited you to participate in? Uh, that was the Cairo. 
Yeah. A music video with Lindsay Sterling. Lindsay Sterling. Can you imagine? This is so the first time you work with Derek is with Cairo. Come on. That's incredible. That's a beautiful. I watched it again this morning and it's such a beautiful piece of work. It really is. Yeah. Musically, visually, dance wise, and the choreography. Yes. Derek is a master um, of what he, like, he, he, he's so amazing in in everything he does and um i think his vision is so unique and there's nothing like anything he 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 does um whatever he does is really really good um like he has a good ear he has that musicality and then he plays drums and then he has he can see everything like he can absorb and um, have a beautiful vision in terms of like what the, this moment has to happen this moment and I think uh, working with him for me I learned so much uh, because um, he, he, he's not a, just a great dancer and choreographer he's got a director's eye as well yes, director's and eye. one thing I want to say about him too what I, I do appreciate he's always willing to stretch himself as an artist because let's be honest he could sit there and be on Dancing with the Stars and just have them back up the Brinks truck and ABC would pay him a bunch of money and he could do the same thing twice a year over and over again. Mm-hmm. Or he could go out and you know do World of Dance, do a solo tour, which is an incredible risk. And I, I just really appreciate that because he's constantly going out there to try and discover new things and new sides of himself, which a lot of us, we get stuck in a little, you know, box and we're like, oh, I'm too afraid to try this. But if we try this, like, look at the opportunities and how far you grow as a person. Absolutely. We, like, from that video, from that collaboration video we did, um, it went to a special performance on Dancing with the Stars. Emmy nominated, we should say, too, is very important to to mention. (laughs) which got Emmy nomination and um, it was just a beautiful experience to which starts from from that um, collaboration the first one and um, after we were doing a performance on Emmys uh, the choreographers um, yes event so yeah the choreo- so just so everyone knows too so uh, the choreographers event um, when they um, established the choreographers branch at the TV Academy they did a performance I think a lot of you saw it because they put it online it's um, what does a choreographer do it was yes assembled by Mandy Moore it was an incredible night and you guys were there of course on the red carpet <laughs> that was fun because he was like flipping you all around too and it was raining that night it was amazing yeah, <laughs> yeah I told him let's do the the flip and he's like really do you have a proper underwear <laughs> what is your undergarment situation because undergarment, yes i'm like yes don't worry <laughs> yeah. you're like i'm not gonna have an unladylike moment with all this press here <laughs> but what a cool moment too it was really fun to watch everyone like you know you watch you flipping on the red carpet <laughs> yeah it was amazing um, um but this is i mean this really was the start of a, a quite a wonderful partnership Mm-hmm. What what is it uh, about him that like in terms of your partnership like working together in the studio is it easy do you guys bounce ideas off of each other like how does that work so easy I don't know it's like natural very organic mm-hmm. he um, he already have some ideas mm-hmm. when he comes to studio and I'm just there for him I just wanted to sense what exactly he's thinking and give it like the way he needs he needs it. I'm listening. I think being a female dancer, um, when you dance with a partner, the big part of it to just to be able to listen and follow. So I learned I learned uh, from my experience um, that less is more. And sometimes I um, I never try to like give him ideas because. I want to see what's on his mind first, and then if I see there is a perfect opportunity to do some like turn, to do some footwork, um, something he would not necessarily know from like female point, uh, I would give, uh, I would show it to him. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of a balance. Like like he presents what he's doing, and then mm-hmm. you're like, okay, here's an opportunity because there might be a nice little moment that I can contribute mm-hmm. to. That's great. I love that too because then it's like it feels even if he's the lead choreographer it still feels collaborative it feels like a team effort all the time yes yes because um he can't uh, like 
we, we like in the competition world, we need a third eye. That's why we all have coaches because it's important to see someone to be there and um, help us. Here it's him choreographing, but at the same time we we film and we look uh, from outside. And then if I know that there is like a, a perfect opportunity for me to do band or double turn or triple turn <laughs> I'll definitely <laughs> go for it because I also wanted to 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 look great and um he want me to look great because it's gonna both of us look great <laughs> well that's it that, well that's it and, you know and I think that that's a really important thing when everyone feels like a part of the process mm-hmm. you're even more invested you know obviously you're there to do a job but you're like in your heart is so in it you're like I want this to look great for Derek like I, I imagine like being on the today show you guys all wanted it to just be as perfect as possible because you sit there and you think this is a really big moment for him like he's going out on tour and he is the solo artist this is a big deal absolutely um all of us because we had other dancers um for of um for the girls who did the other choreography mm-hmm. and me we were like Derek we're there for you because he, it's 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 a um it's important moment for him because it's a lot it's of pressure too. Time. It's a lot of pressure, <laughs> and um, I was like, keep telling him anytime he want me to just do another um, rehearsal. I was there if he wants to do the trick because sometimes when you get nervous, you just you just want to repeat, repeat, repeat. And yes, like, and get that adrenaline out. Sometimes adrenaline, you need to get yeah. the um, I think the shaky part of the adrenaline mm-hmm. out. If you can just be like, great, I got that under my belt, and now. I'm still nervous, but I feel centered. You need to feel centered. Because mm-hmm. live TV is, it's no live joke. TV. It's no <laughs> joke. It's scary. Um, and you're also working at that. Nappy Tabs also helped put that together, didn't oh, yes. they? So you've yeah. had this wonderful opportunity working with Nappy Tabs. Uh, obviously, with World of Dance, you did the promo, you mm-hmm. did the upfronts. Yes, Nappy Tabs are amazing. It's like such an inspiration because. Like I said, I've met them on So You Think You Can Dance, and they're the one who, who I felt like I'm not good enough. <laughs> but <laughs> isn't it weird how it all comes full circle? Wait, you're thinking I'm not good enough. I can't do hip hop. I get you know I get sent home from Vegas week, and they send you home right away. But you guys, when they're done with you, they're yeah. like, "Here's your ticket. You're going back in an hour." Um, <laughs> but here you are working on them on a world class level. This is amazing. Yes. Yes, absolutely. I think everything happens for a reason, absolutely. And me having that experience in Vegas where I didn't, I was not good uh, at that time and then coming, um, changing my life from being a competitor dancer and start um, my performer's career um, with Jordi um, was very, very important. And then I learned tango and then as a tango, I Derek didn't call me to to do cha cha cha. <coughs> you're right, and you're like, I can do that, but and I I'm a ballroom dancer. <laughs> yeah, you're like that's my foundation. That's what. But I've he done. knew you. At, he called you for tango. Yes, but because I also have a ballroom foundation, we speak same language, <coughs> so that allows us to really work together very well. That's incredible when you really think about that, how it all like plays out, and you're like, if I hadn't met Jordy, then I wouldn't have been a tango dancer. I wouldn't have been. You know, worked with Derek. I wouldn't have worked with Nappy Tabs again. Really, I mean, if you think about this, like how the universe directs you in the direction you're supposed to go. Yes, it's unbelievable. I always uh, see, like I see myself as an example, but also other people. When I look around, there's so many uh, stories. Yeah, there are. And, you know, a lot of people have shared them here. And I think it's important for young dancers to hear it too, because I think sometimes they get into this mindset of like, I need to get on World of Dance or I need to get on So You Think You Can Dance and that's my entry into the commercial dance world. But you can go and have that goal and that's good. But if it doesn't work out that way, see what the open door is because there is an open door and there's a lesson here and what are you taking from that lesson? And I mean, you've run with those lessons. That's amazing. Um, when I auditioned second time for So You Think You Can Dance. Which was season 12, correct? Yes, season 12. <laughs> I was more prepared. I took um, it was a streetverse stage, mm-hmm. and I represented the stage uh, team. And um, Paula Abdul was one of the judges. <laughs> I love Paula. <laughs> I love her. Um, so she was very supportive. She said, um, 
you are an amazing dancer. I want you to know that. But unfortunately, this season, we only need um, 10 stage dancers. Mm-hmm. And uh, unfortunately, we, can't, we, we don't have a spot for you. How far down the line did you make it? Did you make it to Green Mile? Almost, yeah. Almost. That was before Green Mile. One, so one round before Green Mile. Jeez. <laughs> <sighs> but it felt good because I knew I've done everything. That's right. You were like, I did my job as a dancer and as a person to get myself here, mm-hmm. which I think is good too. I think sometimes, I was talking about this last week because a lot of people were questioning why Eva Igo came back to World of Dance for a second season. And I, I saw her last Thursday. I was you know, talking with her and you know, she was talking about, I am going to have no what ifs. No matter what happens on this season, I have no questions. And she's like, I'll always have the beauty of season one, no matter what. So I think for her, like, it was just making sure that, like, she wasn't at home watching everyone on TV mm-hmm. in season two thinking, wait a minute, like, should I have done this or should I not have done this? And I think that that's a great opportunity. Absolutely. She followed her heart. And that's beautiful because I remember I was um, in New York and it was a moment when Sasha Ferber called me to do Burn of the, uh, Burn the Floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were in New York on Broadway and... Um, I had an ad on the website of Dance Sport Info for dancers who... I was looking for a dance partner. Mm-hmm. Instead of dance partner for competition, he called me and he said, Are we on Broadway right now? We have our last show today. We're leaving for a world tour and I need a partner. <gasps> <laughs> and um, I came, um, I, I came um, to audition, but it was like a tryout. Right. And um, I met uh, Jason uh, Gillickson. Gil- and um, Sharna was the captain at that time. I love it. Sharna was the dance captain of Burn the Floor at the time. Yes. That's great. And she showed me the choreography and we tried. And it was it felt very good and easy. But I was not ready to switch my career because at that time I had such a good um, opportunities in the ballroom world. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were fourth in the national uh, championship and then my partner was in Russia and I was I had to look for another partner. But I knew that if I go away on the road for like six months... Knocks you down, down, down yes. on the ranks of for competition. Uh, exactly. And I, I didn't want to do it at that time. That's how committed... I was yeah. into that idea to be a champion. <laughs> Do you look back on not taking that job? Sometimes. Well, I mean, it's, it's fine now, but I mean, yes. maybe like a year later or something. And After a few years when I moved to LA and I tried So You Think You Can Dance and I realized that I want to do shows and um, uh, performance work, I I felt like, wow, I had this amazing opportunity and now... Sharna, Sasha, they all own Dancing with the Stars yes. and very successful. And I just starting my journey. <laughs> yeah, and you feel like, sometimes I think we feel like we're, we're behind all the time. I mean, I think about this sometimes. I'm like, I wish I was like 10 years younger because mm-hmm. like I could just do all this extra stuff. But then I'm like, at the same time, I'm like, your journey is your journey. And we have to remember that. But going back to what you said uh, about um, that young dancer. Eva Igo, yes. Eva, uh, yes, so... I felt at that time, I followed my heart and I felt that I really need more time on on the dance floor as a competitor because I want to be the best I can be. And it was also a moment where I knew that I don't need to compete anymore, that I'm good. Now I want to perform. And I knew that my Roomba walk is probably the best I can do. And I knew that other things are there. And now I need to develop my performance but at that time it was too early and I wasn't ready yeah it's it's like everything is supposed to play out when it's supposed to play out and you can do the what-ifs but at the same time I'm like you know all you're doing is like chasing yourself in a circle because you didn't make that decision you went in a different direction and it got you here today which is amazing amazing it really isn't it's an incredible story um one other person i really want to mention because i adore her and i know you do too is doriana sanchez we love dory um how did you meet dory last year uh at the end of the so you think you can so you think you can dance wait um, that was the first time you met her was the end of the season 14 Yes. I didn't know that. I thought you guys had been friends for a long time. No. Wow. 
Wow. I I feel like I know I know Dori Doriana for for many years too. Like I feel she's, like I I we've been friends forever. Yeah, she's one of those people she, that you like. How did I not have Dory in my life before this? Doriana and I, we I think like we are soul sisters. We both Pisces, mm-hmm. and we connect. We clicked immediately. Um, she, she um, my agent Lisa. Uh, GTA, Lisa yes, and Terry. Yes, talent agency. Yes. We love Lisa over here. She's been we good, to, very good to this show. And <laughs> thank to Lisa, I'm here today because she's the one who reached out to you. Yep. Um, and I was like, funny thing, everyone's sliding <laughs> into my DMs. <laughs> so uh, she contacted me and she said, Do, "Are you available for that job? Doriana Sanchez wants you to to assist her on So You Think You Can Dance." And I was already. Um, assistant that week, uh, Sasha Farber. Yes. Going back to, to that story. I know, story. so here we go. Out more relationships you've had for over a decade and friendships. <laughs> I said, if we can manage this together, if I, if I can work with Sasha and Doriana, of course, I would, that, that's amazing. And um, she reached out to J- Jeff Tucker and they managed our, my schedule and their schedule and it worked out perfectly. And you had that incredible, that was the um, Coca or Koine, you guys know her, Koine, yeah. and um, Lex, that oh. really hard disc. Okay, but let, let's just be honest. Every Doriana uh, disco number is hard, but this one, <laughs> Lex was having some shoulder problems at mm-hmm. that time. And so it, it was a brutal week. It just was tough. Everyone was tired at that point. The, the end of the show, it was like almost the fin- finale, right? I think it was like the week before the performance finale. So maybe like the top five or something. Mm-hmm. Yes, they were all like exhausted, mm-hmm. and um, I felt bad because I saw that um, it's too much. It it was a lot, uh, and I worked with Lex, with Sasha, and Gabby. So from my from our uh, rehearsal, um, Doriana rehearsal, I would see him one hour later with Sasha, oh, gosh. doing another rehearsal. Yeah. And doing lifts. Yeah, it was it. He had only lifts that week. It was brutal on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I remember I was sitting in the audience that particular um, show. I think I've told you guys before. Sometimes I'm in the press room. Sometimes they have an extra ticket for me. And he literally, like when he went off after that Dory number, he went off to like the side. There's a small curtain over there. And he, you could see he was in pain. And Lex is, is very, he was always even keeled. We saw that all season long. You know, he wasn't someone that was like crazy and excitable, but he wasn't ever someone that was down. He was just really focused. And I was like, yeah. he's got some pain going on right now. It, it was hard to watch, actually. He was in pain. He would never say that, but you can tell. Um, and uh, I think uh, his personality, he's Japanese and Coco as well. So they were like, we are we are so focused. We're hundred percent here. Hundred percent committed. That yeah. and that part was really amazing. I amazing. mean, so so beautiful uh, to work with them. And now I see how amazing they do. Um, Coco did the ballroom with Max and Wal, and uh, I met her because I did. I was helping Chris Scott yes. to choreograph um, a tango piece for Wal and actually it was for the mvp live tour exactly yes um so i met i I saw her there and she she was killing it yes amazing yeah she's someone that's been very very versatile with and i'm really impressed with what she's done post-show and for guys we're we're not even like a year out i mean they didn't start the live shows i think until late july early august last year so it's it's amazing to see her success I, i really feel like the top four last year was I mean, the whole top ten was amazing, but the top four, like, I just feel like everywhere I turn, they're, like, they're working, they're showing up here, they're at, you know, Dancer Palooza coming up this summer, they're on tour, they're with Shaping Sound. It's it's impressive to watch. That's what I love, too. Impressive. That's why I love So You Think You Can Dance. Yes. And um, I, oh, like, I really wanted to work more with them. It's my happy bubble. I love yeah. it there. I'm, I'm so excited for live shows. I'm like, when is August 6th coming? <laughs> um, for you, I know... Uh, you can't officially say what's happening with the tour or anything like that, but there are some things that um, fans can definitely look out for because they're coming up soon and things like that. So what can you mm-hmm. tease for us? Well, there is another uh, TV appearance, um, another performance uh, of Derek and I where we're going to dance. Um, just stay tuned. <laughs> They'll be coming. Yes. But you did tape it when you were in New York. Just saying. <laughs> I'll throw it out there. But uh, that's that's really exciting. And I know that um, you've got a really exciting year ahead of you, too. So not only summer, but 
more ahead. Uh, what do you want to accomplish, do you think, in the next like year or so? Because I think that this is like, this is a big, big moment for you. I want to keep the uh, creative flow uh, because uh, I'm such a creative person. I also do dance costumes and fashion and I'm going to launch my uh, first like uh, collection, which call uh, Freedom Couture. Freedom Couture, I love it. So what can we expect from Freedom Couture? Dresses, do you have like a style that you have set in mind? Uh, yes, lots of dresses. And um, it's a wear um, where you feel like couture, but you feel very comfortable and like easy to wear. Yes. You feel you feel the best. You feel like you are, because I I've been on stage, pretty much all my life, and it's like, you, you want to feel like you're a performer. You all feel feel amazing, but at the same time you can wear it on on the street. Like, yes, like it's all that day to night. Like you just look amazing. I always say pockets. If I, if I, my outfit has if my dress has pockets, I'm the happiest girl in the world. One taken. <laughs> yep. I was like, that is my one note. Give me pockets. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. I'm so excited for you. And guys, I don't even think we talked about how you and I met. We met at like a Screen Actors Guild like panel or something. And she came up to me and she's like, are you Kristen? And I was like, yes. She, she had watched our um, After Buzz show for mm-hmm. So You Think You Can Dance, which I always feel like nobody watches and then people will be like we watch so that was really fun and I was like look at that a friendship started after all that yes absolutely. <laughs> and that one moment during season 12 well thank you for uh you know coming here I so appreciate it where can everyone find you online me. thank you um you can find me my instagram is Kat Fedosova and my twitter is Kat Fedosova as well and my design website is katerinafedosova.com and um, and I have an Instagram page, which uh, is Cat Fedosova Fashion. You, just, you know what? Google Cat <laughs> Fedosova. It'll all pop up. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. All right, you guys, we are going to have a great show next week as well. We're going to go into World of Dance. We have got B-Dash and Concrete coming here talking about their season. I'm so excited about this. So uh, come back and join us. And thank you guys so much for watching. We'll see you all next week. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only, and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.